Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, as you know, for the last several weeks and months, we've been talking about the Dignity Index, this scale that helps us measure what we do when we disagree, how we not talk about just the issues, but how we talk to each other and across our differences. And now as the midterms are over, what have we learned? What are the lessons? And where do we go from here? Because I don't think this is an end of a conversation. I think it's just the end of the beginning uh, of a deeper conversation. Really pleased to have joining us uh, our friends for the Dignity Index. Tom Rosher is the project lead for the Dignity Index. And of course, Tammy Pfeiffer is the Utah Project Lead for the Dignity Index and Chief of Staff and Director of Operations at Unite.us. Welcome back to the program, gang. Thanks so, so much. Good to boy. be here, boy. <laughs> Tom, let's start with you. Uh, what have we learned uh, over the course of this experiment? Uh, we've learned a lot. First of all, I want to thank you for what you've brought to this project, the attention you've given it, the insights that you've raised about it. And it's clearly something that's connected with you personally. And that's all to the good for us. I think what we're learning is we started with the hope that we could get a conversation started. Mm. And it, we got it started and it's getting traction. And I think it's worth asking why. Yeah. First of all, we're all concerned about our divisions. And so it's easy to get a conversation about that. But we're able to get a conversation with the Dignity Index because we're bringing a common vocabulary mm. and a common metric to it. So it puts a certain focus on it. Yeah. So we start talking about dignity and we start talking about contempt. We're convinced we're going to get more dignity and less contempt. But also, one of the, the key things for us is we have a clear and simple assumption about the cause of our division. Mm. Contempt creates divisions. Dignity eases divisions. So if we believe that our divisions are caused by the economy or the rise of social media or mm. the collapse of public trust or something like that, we're helpless. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. But if we believe that, wow, it's as simple as contempt creates divisions and dignity can ease divisions, then we have something we could do every day. We just try to choose dignity over contempt and yeah. who we talk to, how we talk. Yeah, that, that focus always precedes success. And I do love the focus that the Dignity Index brings. And then it's also, the other thing I love about it is it is a shoulder-squaring exercise. It's not a shoulder-shrugging, it's social media's fault, it's the politician's fault, it's those awful uh, super PACs' fault. Uh, this is a shoulder-squaring index of, okay, what am I doing and how am I making this all work? And uh, Tammy, as you've been able to to see this all the way through in the process. Uh, I know yesterday you were at the Kim Gardner mm-hmm. uh, Institute and uh, you were sharing some of the experience of some of the students who uh, did a lot of this indexing. Uh, just describe a little bit of the feeling there. It, well, it was great to hear from these students. They've been so excellent to work with. And what they were saying is something that 
I've heard from almost all of the groups I've spoken with. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And that is, they start to turn the index towards themselves. It's yeah. more of a mirror. Yeah. I think you've said this before, too. And that is the most interesting takeaway from this project that was completely unanticipated. Mm. And when people come up to me and say, I want to hear more, and the students were saying, you know, what I learned was this, it was like, None of them are saying necessarily, I want to learn more about how to score political candidates. They say, I want to learn more about how I can change what I'm saying. And yeah. the students were even saying, you know, I had to stop doing, you know, such and such on Instagram. And I realized that this podcast I was listening to probably wasn't the best. There was, it had some contempt. And so I stopped doing that. Yeah. That, that, so much energy with those students. Love and, that. and it wasn't even like this reluctant, yeah, I stopped doing it. It was like, I realize that's not what I want to be. Yeah. And it was quite refreshing. Oh, it is. That That is refreshing, and that is the conversation we have to, to get to. Uh, Tom, I want to come back to you uh, because we always like to look at our historic examples when we're looking at these kinds of things. You pointed out one today that I just love, and that is uh, so often we think of how we treat each other uh, and then what that actually leads to. And we don't always – connect all the dots in the end but but take us from world war one to world war two to now and the contempt factor what did what didn't happen there well what i love about talking about the dignity index and the conversations we've had in utah is people are challenging it say what about this and contempt can't work in the real world contempt can't work against hitler and if you think about it maybe or rather dignity couldn't work against hitler and if you think about it a little bit well, dignity could have prevented Hitler mm. because if you look at the history of the armistice in, after World War I, we put a very punitive terms on the Germans mm. and created a lot of hardship for our, the vanquished. Yeah. And they built a lot of resentment over 20 years, which opened the door for Hitler in World War II. Mm. At the end of World War II, there was enormous wisdom on the part of the United States that passed a very widely supported aid bill of yeah. – huge amount in today's dollars, but $13 billion in those terms in 1948. And George Marshall, as you know, Secretary of State, was right. pushing this. But we got enormous um, gratitude from Germany and Japan, and we built 75-year alliances. I'll tell you a, a personal story. When I was in college, I spent some time in Germany, and I was in a Gasthaus in southern Germany, and this one guy at a joining table noticed I was American. It was in the 1970s. And he came over and he said, when I was a boy and I was hungry, I ate. And I knew I was eating because the Americans had given us food. Mm-hmm. And my mother told me, thank the Americans. And he, in 1978, thanked wow. me for that. 
that wow. that that is impact. Yeah, that is dignity. That's dignity wow. over contempt uh, every time. Love that. Uh, and Tammy, as, as you look at where we go from from here, uh, you've kind of wrapped up. You've done some debriefs and so on. Uh, what's the what's the biggest takeaway? And what's the biggest? This is what we got to do next. So the biggest takeaway is we wanted to start a conversation and feeling that if people started to pay attention to the definitions, contempt and dignity, and just even start that conversation that we could see some change. We have started the conversation. People are paying attention. And now what we want to do is deepen that conversation in Utah. I've I've mentioned a lot of people come and say, I want this or help me with that. So we're working on those next steps, responding in a way that we really hadn't anticipated. Yeah. And and Tom, uh, before I let you guys go today as we round it out, uh, what's been the biggest surprise to you uh, going through this, this whole process? Uh, how sticky this is. P- people, it gets in your head and it doesn't go out. And you start, <laughs> look, you start looking at everything. Especially when you're Lanza. talking to your spouse and it's like, dang it, right. I got to raise my game. That's exactly right. So that's the surprise and delightful surprise. that It, it gets in our heads and we, we see it as a tool of self-improvement and we're caught up by it. Yeah, and so important. Everybody, you can check it out. Go to dignityindex.us dignityindex.us and uh, it is a great way just to go through and just kind of get a feel and a flavor for it and I promise you uh, this is one of those uh, promises with a triple dog dare. Uh, so triple dog dare you to get to the site. Uh, and I promise you, if you do, you're going to find this in your head in so many places and spaces at work, in your neighborhood, with your spouse, with your kids. Uh, it, it all plays out and it changes the way we look at each other, which I think actually changes the way we look at ourselves, which in turn changes the way we look at each other again and that's how community actually gets built. and it changes the world so it, i'm just i'm just gonna throw that out there boy it absolutely does and uh, such an important thing it's been a great uh, thing to experience that here in the state of utah uh, tom we appreciate you being with us and for all of your work tammy we appreciate you diving in yep. to the deep end of the pool uh on all of this and it is the not uh, the beginning of the end it's just the end of the beginning uh, and again, I encourage everybody to go to dignityindex.us. Check out the scores. You can get a feel and flavor for it all. And then just watch how it starts to seep into your everyday life. It'll change the way you think, uh, which is what we're trying to do every day around here because we can elevate the conversation. Uh, but as we were talking about just a moment ago, this is a shoulder-squaring ex- exercise. This is not a, yeah, but they said this, or a, yeah, but it's true. Uh, this is a me issue, a we the people issue. Uh, it's a mirror and we often uh, not only pay, uh, get what we pay for, but we pay for what we get. And the Dignity Index is to help us get to something just a little bit better. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.